Welcome back. This is Amuse Bouche and I'm Bridget. Here you're getting a little bit of Bridget before our weekly release of Dinner Plus Drinks on Sunday. And this week we are talking about traditions. It's the day after Thanksgiving and I hope you had an awesome holiday. I was thinking about how to transition like from Thanksgiving time to Christmas and now I'm allowed to geek out fully on all the Christmas things I've been wanting to talk about. And the obvious bridge I found there was traditions. Um, don't mind that high-pitched traditions. <laughs> I'm excited about them. Um, I love them. They are important to me. And I got thinking through some of the traditions um, that my family does and uh, people in general do here in the United States and thought they were pretty interesting. Um before I dive too deep into this episode, I do need to acknowledge that one of the traditions um, I was going to discuss was parades. Uh, the Thanksgiving Day Parade is always a thing that uh, is important to my family and holds special memories to me, um, and same with our local town's Christmas Parade. And I started writing this outline earlier than normal, and in the time that I started writing it and like had parades on my list... Uh, then the tragedy happened in Waukesha uh, with their Christmas parade. And so I just am going to take parades out of the discussion for now. Um, so note that, of course, parades are an important tradition, but I'm going to try and keep things upbeat here. So I was watching a Christmas movie when I started writing the outline and they had this like giant turkey being put on the table. And now my family doesn't do turkey on Christmas, but it did get me to thinking about Thanksgiving and like, why do we even have a giant turkey anyway? <laughs> what I've learned a lot uh, at Lake Geneva Country Meats is like, hey, cooking a turkey like that is actually terrible. <laughs> um, you're not going to get like an evenly cooked turkey. You, It's a lot of work, obviously. You're going to run out of oven space, etc., etc. Um, so I, I, the reason is tradition. Like I can't think of any other reason my family is like, yes, you know, one in my family even really likes dark meat. So like, why don't we just cook a turkey breast? Once it's carved, it all looks the same. Uh, so I was really curious. So of course I did a quick uh, search and you know, we, we all know that like the first Thanksgiving, um, there was a meal shared between the pilgrim settlers and the Plymouth com colony and um, the Wampanoag people. So uh, I probably just pronounced that wrong. I do not mean any disrespect. Um, but there is no note that turkey was served at that meal. Um, it, there is a note that there was deer and wild fowl. Um, so they, I suppose, could have been turkey. Um, but historians agreed that it was probably more like ducks or geese. Uh, so the, the reason then, the research that I found at least was like, okay, well, why the heck are we eating turkeys then? Well, um, the bird was like, turkeys were rather plentiful at the time. Um, and they're, they were easily available and ready to be killed on farms and less useful than like a um, chicken or cow that could produce milk or eggs. That's it. <laughs> So I don't know, maybe there's deeper research on that, but that's what I was able to find. So enjoy that turkey, or rather, I hope you enjoyed that turkey. Um, going backwards in the day, the newest tradition in my family, I, I would just say, for years and years and years, um, my maiden name family, so uh, my sisters and parents, before I was married, before I had my um, little like family of four on my own, 
we always did the same thing. We watched the parade. We like grossed out by my dad grabbing guts out of the turkey. We thought it was like he was waking up crazy early to put in the turkey when really it was like probably 9 a.m. But we were teenagers. I don't know. But when I got married, um, somewhere along the line, I married into a family that does the turkey trot. You see all those funny memes and things. And I, I am a runner. So I actually thought, this is a really nice way to start the day. So I am a person that does a turkey trot and I totally married into a family that does it when you see those funny memes. Um, Tyler never, my husband never runs it with me. Uh, he usually helps with the kids, uh, but more on turkey trot and kid corner when you listen to dinner plus drinks. So stay tuned for that on Sunday. Uh, moving on past, you know, what we're eating on Thanksgiving, the next uh, bit of the holiday season, if you will, black Friday. <laughs> okay. Uh, what the heck? So where did this come from? This was fascinating to me too, because in general, I'm not a person that um, sleeps outside of a store to get a deal on a TV. But one year, my sister and I, I will admit, thought it would be fun to like do what all the crazies are doing. And it was the worst thing in the world. I don't, obviously everyone listening is like, yeah, duh, idiot. Why would you do that for like $50 off a TV or whatever it was, you know? But we just like wanted to see it. And it was like the worst pieces of society, like people walking around like cold frozen zombies in the middle of Target. And anyway, so I, all I've ever heard about Black Friday is like, that's the day that the retailers go from being in the red. So in the negative, you know, an old accounting term to the day they go into black, um, into the black because the holiday shoppers are like blowing so much money. Right. Um, apparently that is a myth, but don't worry the greed that you see on Black Friday absolutely is one of the reasons it's termed Black Friday. So uh, I will post my sources, of course, in the show notes. But the first recorded use of the term Black Friday uh, was not necessarily in relationship, it was not in relation to holiday shopping, but to a financial crisis, which, you know, you could argue is somehow related. Um, but it was the crash of the gold market in 1869. And there was two ruthless Wall Street financiers. Um, and they would work together to buy up as much gold as they could, hoping to drive the prices sky high and then sell it for astonishing profits. So, oh my gosh, people are still doing that today. That was in 1869. And now people are buying let's say, the newest Xbox, and then selling it for double its price on the internet. So, wow, history really does repeat itself. <laughs> okay, and then it turned into, you know, Small Business Saturday, of course, which, great, I have nothing bad to say about Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, Giving Tuesday, and I feel like all these days just became like, oh yeah, you're going to support Amazon? Well, then you're going to support the small business. You're going to support the small business? Then you're going to support this charity. So yeah, there we go. Okay. <laughs> um, all good things though. They all do give me reminders that like, Hey, yeah, maybe I should do something on this Tuesday. It just serves as a, as a reminder. <laughs> uh, then what about St. Nick's? Um, I will tell you, do, do you guys celebrate St. Nick's? Like do you put shoes out? Um, we always did. Uh, again, my family, my parents always made a lot of great memories with us and we've done we have a lot of traditions in my house that we're carrying through uh to my kids so 
I got stuck the other day, I will admit it. My son asked me about St. Nick's because he asks a lot of questions. You know, he's five. Uh, he's very smart. He's very inquisitive. Mom, who's St. Nick? Why does he come? What does he do? Is it Santa? Are they the same person? And oh my God, I got, I barely got through it. I muddled my way through enough of an answer that we could then be distracted by something else. Um, I know the history, you know, the religious history. I know that in German countries, often you get the oranges and chocolates. And uh, I, I understand candy canes have the same shape as the bishop's uh, cross year. Is that what it's called? People who are better with religion than me. Um, I understand all those things. But like, how is it different than Santa? Like Elliot was saying, well, is it just like Santa checking in early? Is he, is, does he come down the chimney? <laughs> Someone give me more information on this because I could only find a little bit about it. And they're all religious references, um, which I understand. But I need to know the difference between St. Nick and Santa. <laughs> I know they exist. So tell me more. Okay. I forgot one. It should have been before St. Nick. But what about Elf on the Shelf? <laughs> I understand again that these are just um, traditions uh, made up by companies trying to sell things. Uh, but you know, hey, also they provide a lots of joy for your children. So uh, I own enough on the shelf. I got caught up in it and was like, yeah, my two-year-old needs to do this. So I bought one, I think, when Elliot was two. He has no idea. <laughs> um, but I will say that, like, I think it, last year, no, 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 it was um, St. Patrick's Day. Apparently leprechauns now don't like go up or down leprechaun ladders. They have like leprechaun traps. And that is not a thing I ever did. So I have to like re, I have to like re-figure out how to keep up with the latest trends and traditions. <laughs> so I'm guessing that I'm going to get stuck with elf on the shelf questions this year of like, hey, why don't we have an elf? Hey, where's our elf? And I'm going to have to be like, elf came late this year. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I'm moving on past Elf on the Shelf because I don't have a lot to say about it. But a couple other things that I think are traditions that many families do that are fun, joyful, easy. I have been doing since I was, as, I mean, as long as I can remember. Um, my parents always gave us pajamas on Christmas Eve. And um, a couple times we got a new copy of Twas the Night Before Christmas until it was like, hey, uh, you don't need 25 copies of this. So every Christmas Eve, we would read Twas the Night Before Christmas in our new Christmas jammies. Um, we would act it out until an embarrassingly old age when we're like, maybe we shouldn't be acting out a Christmas book anymore. <laughs> um, so obviously I've carried that tradition on to my children. It's super fun. <laughs> so Traditions are very important to me, if you can't tell. I think they provide, I like a little structure <laughs> in outline. So they provide a couple things to like look forward to with your kids. Um, we do advent calendars. They're like, the joy they bring to my children's face is adorable. Um, but really, to me, a lot of these traditions are how memories are made. There's still things I remember from when I was five about my favorite pajamas. We legitimately discuss our favorite pajamas that we got. And Shannon, I know you're listening and they are the gap blue pajamas with the Christmas lights on them. They, you know, it, to this day, I don't know how old we were when we got those, but obviously it's stuck with us. So hopefully that's the case with my kids too. Um, my husband and I have some that we each carry over from our childhood, and then we're working on creating new ones with our family throughout the year. Um, we found a really awesome place where we buy our Christmas tree every year. And I feel like it, I like have to keep it a secret because 
his prices are so fair and he's like the kindest person in the world and I don't know how everyone doesn't know about him. (laughs) You can find me in person and I'll tell you. So I hope that you have some fun creating traditions now that we officially have moved into the Christmas season. Um, Obviously a season I'm super excited about and yeah, I'm listening to Christmas music and I have been already for like two weeks. So fa-la-la, have a great rest of the weekend and join us for Dinner Plus Drinks on Sunday. Bye-bye.